Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thanks for joining us on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Before we get to it, make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcasts. Just search FFSN, That's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cast shorts on the Nordall's YouTube channel. Now let's get to it. Cleveland Cavalier fans, thank you for joining us for another episode of the That's Rather Cavalier podcast brought to you on the FFSN Sports Network, Fans First Sport Network. I'm your host, Tate, here with my co-host, kicking with the, the little homie, Relly Hall. What's up, Relly? How you doing, man? <laughs> Welcome you... back, man. How was vacation? That was fantastic. The weather. Ooh, that's a that's a key word. Fantastic. It must <laughs> it must have been nice, nice. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was the weather was nice. Women was nice. The drinks was nice. It was all great. Did you go to the beach? Hmm. Okay. That's that's what you mean when you said swimming. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, but I, I no, I really said women though. But um, yeah. Oh, the women was, was nice. I said the women. Yeah. That's what. Oh, I thought you said the swimming was nice. <laughs> Were you swimming in women? That's a thing. I tried. I, mean, I would have thought you said you was going on vacation to Florida and you went to to yeah. Disney World and all that, man. I would have thought you, you had took sand to the beach, man. <laughs> That's not what you did, huh? You know, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't just, I couldn't. Just fully be in Disney World, you know, you know, you know, you know how that is. <laughs> I gotta give you more credit, really, huh? I'm, I'm flattered, you know. You know, man. <laughs> hey, hey, that's 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 some good credit coming from the OG, man. 
I know. That's that's. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, let's get into this cast stuff, man. We're gonna break the show down into two parts. The first part, we're gonna talk about ESPN's post offseason rankings. They ranked the teams. We're only gonna talk about the top ten. The Cavs barely made it in that group. <laughs> after after the ad break, after the commercial, we're gonna talk about uh, the Cavs' last roster spot. What should they do with it? Do we want to look at somebody like Kelly Oubre or Christian Wood, or potentially trading for for PJ Washington with the Charlotte Hornets? It's a lot of stuff they could do, man. But that's part two. So let's jump into part one, man. To start this thing out, really, I'm gonna just read read the rankings from one to ten, okay? Okay. Number one, and this is post off season, so after the playoffs is over, obviously. Denver should be number one. They're the world champions. The Denver Nuggets are number one. Milwaukee Bucks, number two. Boston Celtics, number three. Hmm. Phoenix Suns, number four. Miami Heat, number five. Philadelphia 76ers, number six. Los Angeles Lakers, number seven. Golden State Warriors, number eight. Your Cleveland Cavaliers, number nine. And the Memphis Grizzlies ten. What do you think about that list, Riley? Honestly, the list not bad. I think we, can, you know, I, I know it's mainstream, so they're gonna have the Lakers in it. But I think the Lakers might be a little too high. Honestly, uh, Golden State, they everything else. Yeah, I can see that. Like you said, Denver needs to be there. Milwaukee got to be there. Boston, um, Phoenix, I, I can see that on paper. Miami, they finally gave them justice, but I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. I feel like it's it's another team out there that should be a little bit higher than the Lakers. Well, let's ask you this about so and so. You you seem like you're picking on the Lakers, man. I'm not picking I mean, on the Lakers. The Lakers went to the Western Conference Finals, and I feel like they got better this offseason. They picked up. They okay. So Miami is above them. They took. Okay. They took. They took from Miami, right? Mm-hmm. They got uh, what's his name? The uh, the point guard, but I know you're talking about the uh, the point guard. Yeah, yeah. they took him. Uh, Miami also lost Struis to Cleveland. You're right. The Lakers re-signed Austin Reeves. They did Hachimura. They worked out a deal with Vanderbilt. Um. They got a big too. I got the big from New Orleans. What's his name? Hayes. Uh, Hayes. Hey. Jackson Hayes. Yeah. Jackson Hayes. That's a big pickup. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see where you want. They got and Cam they, Reddish. They, they, they had a little Russell back too. Yep, they got Cam Reddish too. And but, picked up Cam Reddish. But is they gonna stay healthy though? Well, I think a lot of those young players are part of it though to to out to allow LeBron and AD to kind of rest as needed. I mean, you got a young guy like Cam Reddish. He has a tap. He has untapped his potential. We know you. I, I know yeah. you thought highly of him. <laughs> yeah, that's your that's your guy guy. That that is that's that is your guy guy. guy really, that is <laughs> that is my guy. Right. So if, if D'Angelo Russell can get back to form, Cam Reddish, Hachimura, he proved himself mm-hmm. in the playoffs. I think they they and the team they put together for that playoff run they put together at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Now they got a whole off season and everything. Darvin Ham gets to really institute his his program, his plan into what the Lakers are. Um, so I'm just trying to defend the Lakers a little bit. 
Um, they got. They, what's that? No, I said I said I respect it. I, <laughs> yeah, I feel like they got Miami. Miami really high. I mean, they lost those players we talked about. They did go to the to the uh, finals. They lost. They lost those key players we're talking about. And I can see if they had them there, if they had made the trade for Dame already. They don't have Dame Lillard. So, I mean, and Philadelphia 76ers, who knows what's going on with James Harden? I guess at least with that one, James Harden is still part of the team, and you know he's part of the team, right? So, oh, it, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, actually, I, and I'm glad because I don't know why I just, I just didn't pay attention to Philly. But actually, you might be right. Or to take it another step further, maybe Philly don't even supposed to be on the list, actually. Maybe not. I mean, Philly, they don't know what's going on with Harden. They're going to have a new coach. Yeah. Regardless of what you think of Nick Nurse, he's a new coach. He's a new coach, new system. Uh, Phoenix going to have a new coach. I mean, I like I, I like the I like the thought of Bradley Beal, KD, and Devin Booker. <laughs> I mean, got the, no point the offense will sound all good, right? Kind of. Milwaukee, I like Milwaukee where they're at. I think they're going to be yeah. – I think they're going to be hurt. They lost – Um. they lost uh, the little point guard, uh, Carter. Car- yeah, they lost Carter. They lost Carter. He, he came, picked up the pace, and picked up the defense when Drew Holiday was out. And I think they brought their guys back. I mean, they brought – they brought – uh. I think they lost Joe Ingles too, though. But, yeah, they lost I mean, Joe Ingles. Um, he was he wasn't a major piece. I thought he was gonna be more than what he was last year. Definitely. Um, who am I trying to think of that they uh they re-signed uh, Chris Middleton? Yeah, Brick Lopez. Brick Lopez. Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys are like 30, 33, 37. You know what I mean? I mean, how how sustainable? Already, I mean, they brought they, they brought their core back, so you got to bring your team back, right? But how mm-hmm. sustainable are these, are these old guys? I think they got they got insert some juice somewhere around Giannis, man. I agree. I you think know? they just might be gambling that uh that waiver wire. I think a lot of these teams are honestly like uh even the Cle- even the cast. I think Milwaukee's probably just gonna poach during that waiver wire some, and probably not even really get young guys, but just get more just more uh experienced vets and just hope for the best more experienced best they just can can their window is now right yeah they want to make the run what what do you think about golden state being at eight i actually i think honestly golden state got to take philly spot <laughs> I, I think they take philly spot um but i think go to state yeah like i said i think go to state should be a little higher they should be on the list though because Golden State like has has historically shown that they are a top ten team in the NBA for sure. Golden State was below five hundred at home last year, wasn't it? They was, but that's mainly because of injuries. Because you had like Steph Curry was out; he was in and out well, of the roster. Why did they win at home, but they couldn't win on the road? I mean, the same injuries was going on, right? But, yeah, I mean, you don't yeah, play like but four, but, you don't play like forty one games at home and forty one games on the road. Yeah, for sure. But Golden State, I mean, they're a home team. They like they've always been. Well, I mean, most teams are home teams, but Golden State is really has always been a home team. Like it just once they got away, they just got a little got a little weird. They just they just got played outplayed. Hey man, you checked out that documentary about Steph Curry on Prime Amazon Prime? 
Now I've been wanting oh, to check it out. You like oh, it? Underrated. I watched it the other night, man. It's pretty good. Hmm. I mean, early Steph, I didn't really care for Steph. We was running around throwing the mouthpiece and stuff, <laughs> and they was playing the Cavs, and he always acted all kind of, kind of arrogant and stuff like that. But as he matured, he's really grown on me. And I watched that documentary the other night, underrated on Amazon Prime, and I really even have more respect for Steph. Hmm. Good dude. Good. Good story, man. He was like just a little guy that, just could, that could just shoot, man. You know what I mean? He was yeah. frail. <laughs> Nobody really believed him. That's why he went to uh, Davidson. Mm. Right there local in Charlotte, where, where he's from. They gave him a chance, and he obviously took advantage of it. So with that, like, do you think... Like, I mean, obviously, we know Steph Curry is probably... Well, he is probably the best shooter we've ever seen in the NBA. And we know he's impacted the game in terms of everybody wanting to shoot, but... With that, like what you just said, like with being that tiny frame, also being a player where I mean he was he was known, but he wasn't as known as he was like coming out the gate. But like it took him some years before he became Steph Curry. Do you think his his progress, his development, kind of changes how teams look at young talent today? Like, well, do you I mean, think, think they give him a little bit more patience, or? Well, I think I think we knew what Steph was coming out. I mean, he got. Picked, I think, seventh overall in the draft. I mean, um, and I like Steph, but I think it's Steph's thing coming into the league. A lot of that was injury, man. He had bad ankles. Mm-hmm. He kept messing his ankles up. I mean, but then when Mark Jackson came in there and they got rolling and they drafted Clay Thompson and Dre came, and you know, they they that was the beginning of the dynasty. I mean, but the 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 first component, the integral piece, and in all that is Steph Curry. So I watched was watching something today. Shaq's all time team. Shaq's all time team picked eleven players, right? Mm-hmm. Had you seen this? No, I didn't see this it, too. This, it, 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 this. it was on first things first. I think I, I think I can remember the eleven players he picked. Yeah, I'm curious now. He picked his starting lineup himself. Okay, that makes sense. Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, and Magic. Mm. That's his five. So Magic, Jordan, Kobe, LeBron's obviously playing power forward, which he can. And uh, Shaq has himself as center. Mm. Um, his the bench was uh, six people. Let me see if I remember. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Carl Malone, Tim Duncan, Allen Iverson, Steph Curry. That's how we got started talking about this. And I'm missing one. Steph Curry, Allen Iverson, Kareem. He didn't have Larry Bird on there. I noticed that. Um, Carl Malone. Did I say Carl Malone? Yeah, you got Carl Malone on there. Carl Malone, Duncan, Kareem, Iverson, Steph Curry. It wasn't KD because KD wasn't on the team. I can't remember, man. I got 10, though. I did good. Did he put Penny on? I'm just curious. Did he put one of his, his old? T- did he put Penny in no, there? No. no. It, it was a tipper. It was somebody to play with him. Won somebody from way back, like Will Chamberlain or, or Bill Russell. Was it Wade? It wasn't Wade. Ooh. Not that played with him, literally. They played during his time playing. During his time, okay. 
Right. It wasn't Pippen. It was Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Ooh. It was Isaiah Thomas. Ooh. Yeah, so what do you think about that, Shaq's all-time squad? <laughs> they might run the league. <laughs> I'm sure they, they might, would. Man. They might run the league, but honestly, well, you know, from a young – from. <laughs> From my perspective, I probably the only the only player I probably would take off is Carl Malone. Carl Malone gives no respect. I feel you. I, though. I just he he don't like on a he tangent. He, he 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 don't. He really don't. He really doesn't like. He's he's one of those players that gets a lot of slant for a, a lot of reasons. But like, if we're just talking about basketball, it's just like. Yeah, he was well before Braun broke it. He was the second lead in all-time score, but he didn't really do anything with it. But um He went to two finals. Two he finals. was most valuable, most valuable player two times. A 14-time All-Star. MVP of the All-Star game two times. 11 first team all NBA. Okay. But it's other Allen Iverson's on there with no ring. You ain't take him off. Because he didn't have no team. Carl Malone had a team? He had a better team than AI. I just think they was getting through the West, man. Because him and Stockton was just so good, man. AI had the probably the all-time best defender in Dikembe Mutombo, at least from the big position. (laughs) You know? I don't think that mattered when they played that And the team constructed around AI was built to be constructed around AI. For his style of play. I mean, I would argue Larry Brown. Probably, I know Larry Brown's a better coach than Jerry Sloan. Jerry Sloan's a great coach. <laughs> but see, you don't even know these old guys, man. I'm old enough to remember these guys, man. <laughs> Larry Brown wanted the best to ever do it. I'll say you got to give me him. Yeah, well, just you, uh, that's your homework, right, well, man. Some footage. Uh, you, uh, you, that's my home. You know, all right. Yeah, research take Larry that. Brown. We come back. We have a show talking about Larry <laughs> Brown and Whatever coach you want to talk about. Larry Brown about won a national championship at Kansas. Took Philly to the to the championship. Won championships with Detroit Pistons, Chauncey Billups and them. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a great coach. But back to this list real quick, Riley. We kind of got sidetracked, but it's okay. It's, <laughs> all about, it's all about basketball, man. But this mm-hmm. list, let's 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 zone in real quick for the next two or three minutes within the cast. What do you think okay. about the cast being at nine? I think that's a good spot, honestly. I, I truly, I think that might be the perfect spot for, because I mean, it's still a lot of things we still have to determine. We got to decide. Our roster is a good roster. Like we knew that last year, we are a pretty good roster. It's just a matter of can we figure out players that helps us uh, get over the mental part of the game of basketball? Because it wasn't talent. Like talent wise, we have one of the most talented rosters in the league. We're a deep roster. Coaching might be a question mark at times. And our mentality might be a question mark at times. So I think this is a perfect spot um, right now because we shouldn't be anything higher so, than top five. But, let me ask you this. But, where, where, where do you have the Cavs in the East? In the, sincerely? Because um, obviously you got Milwaukee one. Got Boston two. Miami and then... Cleveland and to be honest to be to be really honest I think Cleveland might end up being a higher seed than Miami this year anyway unless they get Dame but I think Cleveland realistically should be a third or fourth seed in the East 
Okay, so it's four teams ahead of them in the top ten from the East. Yeah. So how's that sandwich? Is what we talking about? Right. I mean, you only got what Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Boston, Boston Miami, Philly. So, I mean, so the only one that would be suspect is Philly. That's the only team, but they only got only got them up because they technically still got James Harden. They a bigger market, but real on paper and realistically, Cleveland could beat Philly in a in a best of seven. I think that not, probably not goes the way six. not the way Mitchell Robinson was doing in our Bigs last playoff series. But that's the that's the part where the question for that mentality, that mental. I I mean, we still got to prove that. But at the same time, I mean, the 76ers, their mental is messed up, too, because you got half the roster that don't even want to score the ball at times. So, I mean, yeah, bring bring everybody back. And I guess they bring everybody back except except their coach, Doc Rivers. Miami is not bringing everybody back. But then I guess you got to weigh Miami with the fact they got Eric Spolstra. Yeah, and Jimmy Butler and Bam out of bio in that culture, and I think Dame gonna figure out a way to get there, even if it's not to the trade deadline. I hope so. I mean, how the NBA just decided that they gonna they gonna put their foot down on Damian Lillard all of a sudden, out of all the players. Well, that's not NBA. That's, that's Portland. Portland gotta no, gotta the, get something back that they want. No, the NBA literally <laughs> sent out a memo telling all all thirty teams. That no matter uh, where he goes to, if he doesn't play, he's gonna get punished. Okay, so if he's if he's holding out, he's gonna get punished. That's what they're saying. But if he but get traded somewhere, he don't want to go and he don't play, he gonna get punished. You shouldn't punish. You didn't punish anybody else in that Who same situation. You didn't punish. You didn't punish KD for threatening to do that, or any or James know. Harden the first time he did it. Or yeah, attempted we, to do that. He did it with Houston. We about to see what happened hard now. He did it. He just came back in shape. He played. He was out of shape and everything. He was terrible. <laughs> but that that made we can we can have a talk about we because I know you had a podcast on your Relly Hall channel, NBA channel about uh James Harden and Allen Iverson. Oh that's yeah. that's a discussion <laughs> that needs to be had. But hey man, we're gonna jump away from here and take a quick break. Uh and come back and talk about the potential open roster spots on the on the Cavs for the Cavs, man. What, what they can potentially do. We'll be back in just after these commercial breaks. And we're back on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. I'm your host, Tate, here with my co-host, the little homie, Relly Hall. Relly, man, we really didn't we really didn't move the Cavs up that top 10 list. So you figure they, they were slated by white right where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Round round nine. Okay. I, I mean, can live with that. I'm gonna say you don't you think they should be uh, moved up or down? Like I just like now that you like no, even I, 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 I really don't. I wonder. I don't. I don't. We only went through the top ten. I wonder where New York is at on that list because New York beat the brakes off of them, and you think New York would be <laughs> in front of them, but they they not. I don't know where New York was at. We only did the top ten, but you know that's my thought. I think that was that was like a mentality. I think that was the difference between Tibbs and JB Bickerstaff and JB. Oh, I mean Tibbs being an experienced 
playoff coach and JB not, and the Cavs player outside of Donovan Mitchell really didn't have much playoff experience. But hey, man, so the Cavs had spots 14 and 15 up on their roster. Mm-hmm. They got about $3.6 million left under the under the cap before they reached the apron. So they probably can offer a player around $4 million. Who do you think that player should be, Riley? I mean, we got – let me give some some of the potential names. We know we got Christian Wood, Kelly Oubre. Um, I heard about Hum, um, Diallo from the Detroit Uh-oh. Pistons. Yeah. Won the dunk contest a few years mm-hmm. ago. Justice Winslow. Okay. Um. Those are some of the available guys that could potentially fit. Let's talk about trading for PJ Washington. In any deal with that, you have to give up either Rubio or Dean Wade. Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah, I do the Dean Wade one. <laughs> I yeah, I drive into Charlotte. I do it myself. I get them there. <laughs> so what what do you think about this last spot, man? No, I do the uh, the. Since the Christian Wood one is the one, like once you said that name, that like Christian, because I don't know what happened. Like I heard it was like locker room while Dallas is just not liking Christian Woods. But from a talent wise, Christian Wood is basically the player we was looking for. Well, not the mentality part, but the but the talent wise, like from in terms of like spacing for Evan Mobley, because Christian Woods he can he can score, he can score, he can create, he can get it out the post, play a little bit of defense. Like I mean, we at some, at one point we was calling Christian Wood like a baby AD in terms of how what he was able to do, not in terms of dominance, was he, was not he, in terms was, of dominance. What was he called a baby AD or a poor man's AD? I feel it more thing. like a poor man's AD. <laughs> Same thing. No, nah, because if you were a baby, that mean, that meant you you could potentially grow to the man. You know, if you baby AD, oh, you know, like, you probably don't remember the guy, uh, Harold Miners, called him Baby George, coming out of USC. This is probably about 95, yeah. I, I, I forget the disparity in our age sometimes, man. You know. You probably, you, you probably young, younger than my niece. Think so? I might be. My niece, my niece 26. Oh, yeah, then I am younger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so, you know. Yeah. I, our, our, our basketball, our basketball, uh, what we what we've seen is different. I've seen everything you've seen. You haven't seen everything I saw, but I still I still respect your knowledge and stuff for the time you've been here to know the stuff that you do know about. You know what I mean? But yeah, look, look. so so Larry Brown and Harold Miner. Mm-hmm. Next time we do a show, I want you to tell me a little <laughs> bit about both them guys. Don't worry, I love watching footage anyway. <laughs> I yeah. do it. But uh I like Christian Wood, man. I mean, but is he what Isaiah Mobley is already? He can't. Yeah, he might be. But honestly, I think that for our roster, I think that works. Even if you have two Mobleys and one of them being a lower version of it. I mean, I think that works better than Jared Allen at most of the times, especially if we're talking about offensively. Because I mean, Jared Allen, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, 
But Jared Allen's a great player. He's a good player. You're right. You know, he's a, he's a, <laughs> he's a good. You know, I almost put a little bit too much dip on my chip, but he's a good player. But let's be like when we watch Cavs games, it's a lot of times where he gets in the way, right? Like even that mid range jumper he's trying to develop into, it just it's not consistent enough to where we can say we can just keep him on the floor, especially when we are running against small ball lineups, if we're running against New York, like it's just not enough. Right. And then, so I think if you pit Evan Mobley and let's say Christian Woods on the floor at the same time, and you got DG and Don on the floor, whoever at your small forward, now you got space. So if you do want to start running sets, which we need to run a little bit more, or if you wanted to five out a little bit, you could do that. You could do that. So I do think Christian Woods in this in this in this in this sakes, he works out a lot better than Jared Allen and he's cheaper. His best, his best two seasons was in Houston. Mm-hmm. He scored twenty-one mm-hmm. with nine point six boards. Mm-hmm. That was in twenty twenty one. Yeah. In twenty one twenty two, he scored eighteen and ten boards. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, he's been last year. He was he was 14, 15, say rounded up 15 and seven. Mm-hmm. So we can use we can use that confident bench for for four million dollars, but I don't know that it uh really helps the Cavs where they need it most, and that's 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 toughness and attitude and bravado. And I think somebody like Kelly Oubre would bring that. He doesn't bring the the level of shooting, because I mean, I'm content with the bigs with 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 Damian Jones, with Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, and potentially Isaiah Mobley and Dean Wade. I mean, I would let you give you some gas money to drive to Charlotte and drop Dean Wade off for PJ Washington. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm kind of torn, man. I mean, I I can see where. Justice Winslow doesn't fit. Justice Winslow does a little bit of everything, but shooting is not the thing he does. No. So that that's the only drawback to him. He rebounds. He plays physical defense. He can guard three, four. Yeah. Um. He can, he can get the ball and push it on a break. I mean, I really like Justice Winslow, but he's the only thing he's deficient is shooting. That's but sick. I think he brings that level of physicality and toughness that the Cavs are missing. He would be that that Josh Hart kind of guy, right? That New York had, yeah. The only t- difference is Josh Hart can shoot the shoot the ball. Yeah, I but, mean, Josh Hart probably like a 33 30. He's not like a, a knockdown three yeah. point shooter. But yeah, you don't get that from Justin Winslow at all. But you got to count on bringing in Struess and Niang and uh, um, what's his name, Jerome, Ty Jerome, and your boy from the summer league. Go ahead and bring him up. <laughs> Sam. Who, I'm, who I'm talking Sam. about? Are you talking about Sam Merrill? Sam Merrill, bring him Sam up. Merrill. I say Sam Merrill, but <laughs> I, but no, I no, I I like it. It's just well, I like Justin Winslow. Like we got we got opportunity to see him in Memphis, Miami, uh, two locations. He you know he showed some he flashes. Was in Portland last two, it did well. Portland, yeah, Portland was it was okay to me. I ain't saying he he you affected know? winning because they was a bad yeah. squad, but yeah. he he did good though. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would rather, to, for what is worth, I would rather have him than Kelly Oubre. <laughs> for what is worth, like, I just, I do not value Kelly Oubre's 
game <laughs> like a lot of y'all do. Like I just I don't feel like he's he's a What's really the difference between Kelly Oubre and your your boy boy Ooh. Cam Reddish. Who? Kelly Oop. That's why, why you ask me that question like that. That you don't think that's an equal comparable no. Kelly Oubre and Cam Reddish? I don't. I don't. You, you... And the only reason the only reason I don't is because Cam Reddish just didn't get opportunity. <laughs> he just he, he didn't. He didn't get he didn't get he didn't get a fair opportunity. Kelly Oubre did. On most of the teams he played on. Kelly Oubre was almost an all-star for the Wizards. All-star for the Wizards? I said almost. I didn't say he was. Oh, no, but st- he wasn't no all- Actually, yeah, look look at that. Hold up. No. <laughs> wait a wait a minute. Oh, Kelly never. Oubre. He averaged tw- 13 points as on his on his career high on the Wizards. Career high was 13? Was 13. And that was his last season in Washington. He averaged 13 or 12, 12.9. So I'm gonna give him the roundup. Okay, then, as he I went, do. then he went to Phoenix and averaged 17. Which was his best. That was his best. And then and then almost 19. And he played for Gold State. He, you know, he, he was like a fourth option, but he was 15.4 and 6. I think Kelly Oubre offers a lot. I think I'm not saying he's a great on-ball defender. But that length in the passing lane with, with with Jared Allen out there, and and Evan Mobley, then the, all those guys backing up Donovan and Darius because they small, and Dar- Darius actually been working out lifting weights off this offseason, man. Yeah, yeah, he looks huge. He looks huge. He looks huge. I haven't well, seen him. Bit, like you, you haven't seen the uh, his the practice film. How do you, you didn't see? No, that? no. Yeah, yeah, go check that out. He he looks. And I know, I know. Typically, they kind of boost it for players, like like they do with Luka Doncic a lot of times. But on the film, I seen he looks huge, a lot okay, bigger. Okay, well, check it out if you, if you can. When we get done, send me the link, man. I got you. But uh, okay. Well, we're not going to agree, but we just wanted to talk about what some of the potential <laughs> options were. Rally, you got a. Uh, uh, some podcast about LeBron James coming out on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Tell us about it. So I was talking about LeBron James, right? Because it came out that people wanted to know which span of LeBron's career where he would be for, remembered on his legacy, right? Was it the, the 2016 era of the Cavs? Was it this current LA Lakers run for uh, LeBron? Or was it the Miami Heat run with LeBron? Which of those three where he would his legacy be stamped? And you and you talked this out with yourself? I did. <laughs> I talked this out and I wanted to get this to your attention too, because I really wanted to know your take on this. Because I was a little bit in the middle. Because I I, I discontinued the LA one personally. Like I know he broke the scoring record and all that stuff, but when you look at his Miami Heat run and then that Cavs run, those might have been two of his most historical runs of his career. Right. I mean, I agree. I think I think peak peak athletic LeBron was in Miami. Yeah. Best best basketball skilled LeBron was in Cleveland the second go round. So if it's me, then I'm gonna listen to your podcast and encourage everybody else to listen to. This podcast when it when 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 it's uploaded onto the that's rather cavalier. But I gotta go with Cleveland, man. 
I mean, just by just by longevity, the amount of time he spent, he spent 11 seasons in Cleveland. He's going on six in LA and four in Miami. Mm-hmm. How can it not be Cleveland? He got more points in Cleveland. He went to four finals in Cleveland, just like he did, just like he did Miami. He he lost three in Cleveland the second time around, but one of those losses, the first one was because Kevin Love and Kyrie were hurt. True. I mean, and then Cleveland, Cleveland, you know, man, you you a I'm a, a yeah. Cleveland night, man. I'm from, yeah, I know I'm from Cleveland. That's why I was like, that's why I really wanted to make sure I wasn't biased. Like, and and then too, just to kind of just just to make sure, just to make sure. Um, so if you even if you were to just subtract Young Brown, like be, that whole st- the first Cleveland stand, right? And you just all you just thought about was that second, that four year reign in Cleveland. Right. You still think that reign was better than the Miami Heat one? I, mm, that's close because like because let's be like because it's even hard even to think about like accurately because if we being honest like it was a year where he got he got finesse out of an mvp arguably an mvp in the cleveland that cleveland run and then a defensive player of the year in that miami heat run so it's yeah, like you know did, did 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 he ever have a game for miami like the game he had against Golden State, the J.R. Smith game, where he just went off <laughs> for 50 in the finals and tried to carry them. He was, he had to carry the Cavs a lot more, so I respect that a lot more. Yeah. Whether it be because Kevin Love was a liability defensively. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who knows Kyrie's head was in the game all the time. I go with Cleveland, but I, I, got, I can respect, I'm going to listen to the podcast and, and see where you land on that, man. Yeah, it's a good, and then the second one too, because <laughs> The, uh, the second part of that LeBron question, right? When you look at the Denver Nuggets duo of Jamal Murray and Jokic, right? They had them. They was at, they had at one point of the game, they had a triple-double. Both of them had like a 40-point triple-double or 30-point triple-double, whatever. And then they compared that to say, is the Denver Nuggets dynamic duo better than that 2016 Cavs dynamic duo and Kyrie and Braun? No. I mean, all you gotta do is look at the. <laughs> I mean, all you gotta do is, is look at the all time, the all time list. How you perceive it? I mean, you okay? Even if you gonna put Jokic up there, he's not higher than LeBron. And 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 even with all Kyrie's baggage that come with him, you don't put Jamal Murray ahead of Kyrie on the all time list either. Okay. So the Cavs have both the two better players. <laughs> what what Denver yeah. did work this year, it worked. But you don't you know think it's mean? gonna work? To, you don't think it's gonna work this year? This next year? Gonna, I don't think they're gonna repeat, man. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna repeat, man. You think they'd be close? Like, let's say Western Conference Finals. It depends on what we get from 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 Phoenix. I, mean, I can see them. Go. Oh, it's gonna be tough out west, man. Fair. I think Dallas gonna be better. Kyrie and Luca with a whole year together. Jason Kidd gonna figure some stuff out there. But we going back to what we was talking about, and they wasn't in the top ten either. Dallas wasn't nowhere in the top ten. But yeah, man. So we're gonna go ahead and get out of here, man. Um, you got anything you want to plug real quick? Uh, yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm, see, this is why this is why I like you, Uncle Tate. That's that's what I'm start calling you too, Uncle Tate. Uncle Tate. Yeah, we gotta we gotta <laughs> we gotta start Whoa. calling you Uncle Tate. That, I gotta get a shirt, Uncle Tate, but. Yeah, if you want to follow me on uh, High Hands, that's our new uh, 
new channel out there. We just doing everything basketball related. Hot hands. It's called Hot Hands. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's our new little twist. We just saying whatever we feel like on there. Just having fun, honestly. Just talking basketball. So anything. Okay. Trendy. I look, I look yeah. forward to getting the invite sometime, nephew. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you always be invited. Trust me. Okay, man. Well, hey, so yeah, well, thanks for listening to us on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Be sure to follow, whether you listen on on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, wherever this is your audio podcast. And sometimes if we feeling like if we feeling like 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 we looking all right, we're gonna put this thing up on the Know It All YouTube channel. <laughs> so until next time. For myself, nephew Relly Hall, because yeah, Steve Steve Harvey got nephew Tommy, so yeah, you my nephew. I'll be I'll, I'll be the uncle, man. For the for the homies, Big G and BP, that's not here with us right now. Check out the last podcast they did. They did the Cavs all deck eighteen for the eighties and nineties. Probably uploaded just like a day or two ago. Check that out. And until next time, for Tate for Relly. And that's rather Cavalier Cup podcast. Peace. And we.